All right, friends, episode 33, here we go. We're going to be talking about why weight is a proxy or substitute for the real confidence blockers that you are struggling with and how to access those so that weight loss can be something that is a natural byproduct of you going through the steps to being confident and not something that has to happen before. This is going to be a great episode. I can't wait to talk it through with you. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Perfect. Okay. So today, we're diving in. As always, no beating around the bush. We're just going to get to work because we have a lot to cover today. So I recently asked my Captivatingly Confident community what they felt like some of the biggest obstacles to being confident were for them. And there there were a lot of topics that were thrown out, things like depression, anxiety, mental health, struggling with liking my body, and lack of self-worth. I mean, there was so much there. I definitely sat there for a few minutes and just wept. Like big, hot, salty tears just streaming. Messed up my makeup and everything because it breaks my heart. Oh, here I go again. It breaks my heart that people are walking wounded. Like, All the people that you see are walking wounded. Everybody is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. And it's so easy to get inconvenienced and frustrated and have road rage and just feel like the world is against you, but really everybody is just struggling. And so part of the mission of Captivatingly Confident is to turn the tide on that and to start to open your eyes to your struggles so that you can look around and see the struggles that others are having. Because when we create grace and space for ourselves, we cannot help but do that for other people. And what would it be like if the women of the world were to step into their true self embracing who they are, and to rise up in confidence. What? (laughs) Our world would look so incredibly different than it does right now. And that is my whole goal and purpose in life. I am focused, like 100% laser focused on seeing this change come to fruition. Whatever my part in that is, Whatever part the the Captivatingly Confident podcast has in that, I want to show up to it. And so today we're going to talk about the number one word that was used to describe confidence blockers. So that one appeared over and over and over and over again. 
in responses that I got. And the word is wait. W-E-I-G-H-T. Wait. Wait is the number one confidence blocker in my community. But I think that wait is a proxy. And I looked up the definition of proxy, and it more applies to internet stuff or voting, having a proxy. So we could also say it's a substitute for the real confidence blocker. In counseling, the issue that counselors face is that the issue that is presented is rarely the problem. The problem is not the problem. People come in and say, this is my problem. And it's really not. There's usually something else going on. And I'm going to sit here and tell you that weight is not the problem. It's not. And there is a thought that is so prevalent right now that if you lose weight, you will find confidence. That's it. You will find happiness, you will find completion, you will find what you are looking for if you just make your body smaller. If you could just take up less physical space, you'll have everything you want, is the the thought. And that's what's promised in different weight loss programs, pills, workout DVDs, exercise equipment. Here's looking at you, shake weight. But seriously, that is the promise of the health and fitness industry. If you lose weight, you're going to be happy. Not happy now? Lose some weight. You will be. And it's been the promise that has kept us stuck in this battle with weight loss. It governs so much of what we do. So much. And of course, there are the people that don't struggle with weight loss And of course, there are other confidence blockers out there, but today's message is really for those who struggle with weight. And maybe you know someone that struggles with weight and has this mindset that if I just lose weight, that I'll be happy. Or flip side, I've tried to lose weight. I can't do it. I'm stuck. Right? So there are two sides to every coin and there are definitely two here. But I want to suggest that in my experience as a personal trainer and nutrition coach, I can promise you that if you are trying to find something other than a smaller body for weight loss, it's not going to happen. It's not. And we can talk about the reasons for that. It's kind of a soapbox of mine, if you can't tell already. But it just needs to be said that weight loss is hard. Oh, there, I said it. It's so true. And this is from a professional speaking that I got paid big bucks to help people lose weight. And I'm here to tell you, it's freaking hard, if not impossible, to get down to your ideal weight. It is so incredibly difficult, my friend. And especially when you link rewards like happiness confidence, self-worth. These things do not come with weight loss. No, no. It's flipped. You get those things first. Weight loss comes as a result of finding your confidence. It's flipped. And our 
diet and fitness culture has it backwards. So let's talk about confidence blockers. So there are many confidence blockers, so many different ones that we could talk about, right? Things that stop you from feeling confident. That's the simplified version. Or they are also patterns of thinking and behaving that actively sabotage your ability to show up as the best and most authentic version of yourself. And so if you are not becoming aware of what those confidence blockers are and explicitly naming them, you're going to stay stuck. Because trying to change things from an unawareness standpoint will keep you dependent on motivation and willpower. Do those sound familiar? Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. And as soon as something comes that challenges your willpower or your weight loss, you collapse, you fall off the wagon, you get off track, you slip up because you're seeking something that weight loss can't provide. And when you're trying to change your body shape from a place where you're dependent on willpower and motivation, you will fail and you're set up for failure. It's not your fault. It is not your fault. You are being sold a false bill of goods. It is not your fault. And you need to hear that. It is not your fault that you have been told that you need to rely on willpower and motivation to get you to make your body smaller so that you'll be happier and more fulfilled and have better self-esteem. That is not true. It's not true. So what is? You're like, all right, Kim, you have me convinced that this is not the way. What is the way? The way is going through the process that it takes to become confident. You're like, well, what is the process? Well, I'm very glad that you've asked. I actually have a process that I take my clients through, that I take my Captivatingly Confident small group through, and that I've actually created a really beautiful PDF that walks you through what the steps are. And I'm going to talk you through it right now so that you can start to raise your level of awareness. And I'm going to save an action step for the end. So make sure you finish this podcast all the way through because there's an action step I want you to do when we get there. So the first step is awareness. And this is, this is the foundation of making any kind of change is practicing awareness. You need to be aware of your confidence blockers, what's holding you back, your desired deficiencies. And this is an inability to conceptualize and communicate what you really want. And it's also a general sense of undesirability and unworthiness. You have to find where that deficiency started And what caused it? And that's looking at boldness breakers. And these are people or things in your life that hold you back by reinforcing your fears, confirming your negative beliefs about yourself, and taking advantage of your disempowerment. And you've got to, you have to become aware of these things. Because if you're not, you're going to stay stuck. And once you're aware 
of what is holding you back, you can move into step number two, which is acceptance. And this is the the phase where you get to explore your, your sacred longings and you get to create adamant assertions, which unlocks your ability to have captivating potential. And this is where we look at how people see you versus how you see yourself. And it's about being okay with where you're at. You're not trying to change anything. You're not trying to make things different. You are simply allowing yourself to be okay with where you're at. And this is hard. This is a really hard thing to do, especially if you feel miserable, especially in your body. You're like, I can't, I can't, I have to keep working. I have to work on myself. I got to change myself. I have to be better. I have to be smaller. I have to, I have to be more. I have to, I, I, you see what I'm saying? It's that constant striving and acceptance is the phase where you say, okay, all right, this is where I'm at. This is the place in my life where I need to accept my weaknesses and my strengths. I need to accept what has happened to me, the trauma that I've experienced, the difficulties that have happened to me, and not comparing them to other people's, right? The thing I hear the most is, well, I had it rough, but you know, not as bad as some people. What does it matter what other people have gone through? doesn't matter. It matters what you have gone through and how that shapes who you are. And you have to accept what has happened. That doesn't mean that you resign, by the way. No, no. And that's where creating adamant assertions, which are statements that turns your can't into cans. That's where that comes in. So there is no resignation here. This is just coming to a place where you're accepting where you're at. Because it's in that acceptance that we can move into number three, which is appreciation. And appreciation shifts everything because you are no longer trying to fight your confidence blockers. You're no longer trying to make changes from a place where you're not even sure what you really want, right? Those sacred longings. You're not even really sure because you're not sure who you are. And appreciation allows you to start to create your own personal brand of confidence. Who are you? What makes you unique? And how can you use that to create confidence for yourself? And appreciation just, it opens the doors. It's like it's been dark and, and, and you don't know where you're going. But by the time you get to the appreciation, it's like someone flipped the lights on. You're like, oh. There's so many poss. Oh, I'm gonna cry. There's so many possibilities for me. There are so many options for me. I have so much potential, and that's where you get to when you get to appreciation. Whew. Okay, Kim, pull it together. Huh. All right, so appreciation. Which then leads you into number four, which is valuing and investing in yourself. This is where you learn to have compassion for yourself. You've done hard work to get here and you celebrate the wins. 
by cashing the checks. I've got little air quotes here. And silencing the saboteurs that try to keep you stuck and and pull you back into that unawareness phase. This is where you start to invest in changing. This is where the change happens. If you still, after doing the work and getting to the value and investing phase, still feel like, you know what, my body takes up too much space. This is where you work on it. From this place. From this spot, not before, because before you're dependent on, what is it? Say it with me, willpower and motivation. But when you're doing the work of valuing and investing in yourself, then the weight loss is almost effortless. It's almost effortless because you have a different view of yourself. You may even decide, you know what? I like my body. What? Can you even, I'm going to cry again. Can you even imagine what it would be like to look in the mirror and to like what you see? Maybe you can't even imagine that, but take a step back. What would it be like to look in the mirror and be okay, accepting of what you see and working toward liking it? I'm not saying you have to have radical body, body love. I don't think that at all. I think that that's, that's a whole other thing. But can you get to a place where you accept your body, nay, like your body the way that it is, and learn to take up space in your body? This was something that was really, really hard for me to learn because my whole life was spent trying to make myself physically and emotionally smaller to take up less space. How much physical space? Like what's the bare minimum that I can take up? Because I was told that I was too much, that I ate too much, that my body was too big. I was told that over and over and over again growing up. That was my confidence blocker. And I have learned how to embrace the body that I have. Some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, dang, girl, you look good. And some days I'm like, oh, all right. Practice acceptance. This is where we're at today. This is what I'm working with, especially around my cycle time. It's a struggle. But I look in the mirror and I accept what I see and I appreciate what my body does for me. And that took me time to learn. And I've learned how to do it and I've learned how to help other people do it too. And that is why I fully believe in this process that can get you where you want to be to step five, which is growth. And this is the final step. And it's about continuing to grow from the foundation that we've built. And that's done by practicing your power and establishing new healthy habits like identifying movement motivators. So leaving exercise behind, but finding ways to move your body that you actually want to do, that actually are enjoyable to you. And learning body-mind nourishment, how to change your relationship with food. This is where you do it. If you want to get healthy with fitness and nutrition, this is where we do it. This is where we do it. Sorry, I had to. This is it. This is where you make the changes. Because you're doing it from a place of self-acceptance and appreciation and valuing and investing. And you're doing it from a whole different place 
than you were when you started. Do you see what I'm saying? You can make the changes that you want to make, but you got to do this other work first. And this is where the health and fitness industry is dead wrong. Because by the time you get to the growth phase, you're just making changes naturally. You don't have to rely on willpower and motivation to get your body to do what you want it to do. Because you're at a whole new level, my friend. Whole new level. It's like what Jen Sincero says in her book, You Are a Badass. She talks about vibration levels. And by the time you get to growth, you are vibrating and sending out energy at a whole new level. A level you've never experienced and you may not even think is possible for you. But my friend, I am here to tell you that it absolutely is. There ain't nobody that can't go through this process and get to the growth phase. And you know what the beauty of this is? That's different than like seeing, you know, if you're doing a a specific program for weight loss, you know, when things happen, like shit hits the fan, right? Somebody gets sick or you get slapped with a big bill or your car breaks down and it derails you, right? Not when you have done the work of this process. When you've done the work of moving from awareness to growth, you're able to roll with so much more because you're vibrating at a whole nother level. Things don't rock you like they would have. And again, you're not dependent on willpower and motivation to keep you going. You are dependent upon yourself. And you know your worth. You have silenced your saboteurs. You've practiced your own personal brand of confidence and you show up in your life, you take up some serious space, whether that's physically, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, whatever that looks like for you, you are doing it. You are showing up. And that is the whole mission of Captivatingly Confident is getting you to stop hiding because you're hiding right now. And I think a lot of women are hiding behind weight. Weight is a struggle, but it doesn't have to be. You can change how you feel about your weight, and you can actually have a body and a life that you love, and you can love being you inside and out. You can. It's not a static thing. It's dynamic, which means it's always shifting and changing. But as you go through this process, you are so much more empowered to handle those ebbs and flows than you are right now. So if you haven't gotten a copy of this roadmap, head over to captivatinglyconfident.com backslash roadmap. You can also go to the homepage of Captivatingly Confident and it's up on the top. You can click the button, make sure you grab that. I want you to have this roadmap because you can sign up at the bottom of the guide Just give it a little click and it's going to take you to the registration page for my live class, which is going to be January 10th, 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. And we're going to go a little bit deeper into the roadmap and I'm going to give you some practical application steps that you can use. So I'm going to give you one right now and then I'm going to give you some more in the live class. So make sure that you register for that because if you miss it, There is going to be a replay available, but only for people that sign up. So if you haven't signed up, you're not going to get access to the replay or access to the live. 
And there's going to be some bonuses for people that attend the live too. Just throwing that out there. So action step number one for awareness is to practice undistracted eating. So that is exactly what it sounds like. Every time you sit down to eat, even if it's a snack, no cell phone, no TV, no computer, no books, nothing. Just you and your food. And you are going to eat your food. And I want you to see what happens for you as you eat. What is your physical state? Are you stooped over? Are you standing up? Are you driving? Are you tense? Are you relaxed? What are you? How's your stomach? Is your stomach upset? Then I want you to examine your your emotional state. How are you feeling? Get in touch with those feelings. Maybe it's a body sensation. Maybe you have a tightness in your chest. Maybe you're anxious. What are you feeling? And then your mental state. What are you thinking about as you're eating? What thoughts do you have? Do you have any judgments about what you're eating or how you're eating? What comes up for you? And if you want to, you can have a notebook right next to you and jot down some of the thoughts that you're having and some of the observations that you're noting by yourself. This is one of the most powerful exercises that I use in my group, and there's different ways to do it, but this is one of my favorites. So if you try this undistracted eating, do it for a day. Maybe you do it for three days. Maybe you do it for a week. Whoa, it's pretty powerful, so watch out. But if you do it, I would love for you to share your observations and your experience in the Captivatingly Confident community. KimLudeman.com will get you there. It's our Facebook group where we hang out and we talk about stuff like this. And you can receive support and encouragement. You can ask questions of community members. I'm in there and I will answer. I promise to answer you. If you post in there, I will respond to you ASAP. But head over there and share your experience with us because I'm super curious. If you don't want to share it in the group, send me a PM or you can email me, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. So friends, I am so excited for you to think about this differently. And my prayer for this episode is that you see hope, that you see a light where that feels like there's just darkness, that you see that weight is not really what's holding you back, and that you don't have to stay stuck trying your hardest with willpower and motivation. You don't have to. That it can be different. That you can be captivatingly confident. That is within your reach and your grasp. Again, make sure you head over to captivatinglyconfident.com so you can grab my five-step roadmap to becoming captivatingly confident. And then once you, you know, give it a read, I would love your feedback too. Send me an email or a PM. I want to hear from you. I want to see what you guys think. And I cannot wait to see you guys real soon.